The Show Me the Money podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. And from boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. The ability to, to gamble. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 in gambling money at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash w-y-n-n-b-e-t state restrictions apply we're also brought to you by the college basketball experience the the best show on the network especially when compared to the show me the money what is up with this copy so they wrote this the head of the network said for us to say this every show is saying the same thing this week that they're that that show is better than our show well at least they're mentioning our show our sh- that's true. That's the first time I've seen that mentioned in the copy. Thank you, everyone at Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Am I allowed to say I really wanted this podcast? I'm just a girl from a trailer park who had a podcast. Roxy Sorkin, your father just won the Academy Award. I'm going to have to insist on some respect from your podcast. I just want to thank every podcast I've ever met in my entire life. I'd like to dedicate this podcast to Miles Davis, uh, Robert Mitchum. Uh, Shorty Smith, Joe Vitrano, Ray Kramer, Rupert Cross, uh, J.T. Walsh, and Luana Ander. Guys, sorry, no, this, there's a mistake. Show Me the Money podcast. You guys won best podcast. Guys, welcome to the Show Me the Money. We are your hilarious guides to gambling on the movies. I'm one of the hosts, Nick the Father Turner. I'm Pat the Hat Stango. Huge episode today. We're talking, of course about the SAG Awards, the Screen Actors Guild Awards were given out this past weekend. Nick, yeah. where were you when those SAG Awards dropped, when the SAG dropped? Well, you know I got caught up in protests. Um, wow. Me and some of the older members of the Academy, we were protesting the name of the awards. R- what? Okay, so this. What, it, what don't you like? Oh, the sagginess of it. So you're... Oh, you know, it's... It's uh, it's not the most flattering award yeah. to uh, have on your shelf after forty. Got it. So you so the thing is, you guys do you know it's a, it is an acronym. It's not meant hmm. to make fun of a skin. And do and, not patronize me. I know it's an acronym. Okay. Sad ass guys. I know about it. Yes, that's what it is. But it's not. It wasn't meant to make fun of you. It's other guys. Okay. Look, there wasn't a lot of support for our protests. It petered out before the ceremony. I didn't watch the ceremony, Pat, because I don't care to watch. Wow. No, that's not true. I would have loved to watch it, but I was busy. I'm busy. I have to prepare for an album, and weekend nights are not uh, – I'm not available. So basically, you were in competition with the SAG Awards. You were putting on a show. The SAG Awards were putting on a show at the same time. You guys are direct competitors. Yes. Yeah, and even in the language of uh, the advertisements for my show, it, it, we said, do not watch the SAG Awards. Wow. Watch us. Wow. Makes them funny. I feel like that probably just reminded them that it's on. So the SAG Awards this weekend were not on television. So neither your show nor the SAG Awards were televised. So you were kind of like on an well, even playing field. it was field. on my television for the end. I did finally turn get to watch the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I get YouTube on my TV, Pat. The SAG Awards were on the Netflix YouTube channel. That is an interesting choice. This year, basically, they were kicked off of television due to lack of interest. They could not even keep a spot on TNT, which is where they used to air. So now they are on the Netflix YouTube channel. I'll wa- I watched the whole show, and I got to say, I had a good time because it was an award show, and I love them. Hey, Pat, you know uh, what has replaced the SAG Awards on TNT? That's right. College basketball. <sighs> Man, it almost feels like it's a statement about the existence of our podcast that <laughs> that everyone, the universe is saying sports is more popular than entertainment award shows. Pat, do you remember that um, that bar um, on 13th Street? Okay. And it used to be like um, like a New Orleans bar. Okay. But I think like some other teams also not from New York thought it was their bar too. Uh, but I did definitely watch Saints games there with Saints friends. But um, there was a back of the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, it was called like bar something maybe. 
bar none. I, I do remember but, bar none, Third Avenue, New York. Very, yeah, it was it was a bar yes. that we used to do comedy at. Yeah, and every time they pulled away the uh like the pool table for a comedy show the entire bar was mad which is how you yes, want so a comedy this, show to start so this yeah they stopped doing comedy there eventually because they like uh had an old door that they propped up onto like workhorses what's those work workbenches workbenches yeah we neither of us work with our hands so that's good no but what do you call like the the legs of the workbench that you can move around like a stool or anyway you... it doesn't matter yeah they put up. They they just t- tipped a door on its side and started doing beer pong, and it was packed instantly. And they never did comedy again. Yeah, we're often outdrawn by just doors turned on their side. I I really sympathize and connect to the SAG Awards, mm, mm-hmm. and they really are. I know we had a great bit earlier on the name, but what a sad name. Yeah. They, uh, it probably is one of those things that didn't strike them until they started saying it, you know, way too late. And then they were yeah. like, oh, right. That's what this actually means. But yeah, the, the rating and it just leads to such easy headlines when the ratings went down. Cause it's like the ratings sagged again, ratings are sagging and it's like, all right, we get it. We get it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we just um, we played it on uh, one of the secretary's phones and anyone in the world who could stand behind her and watch it on the phone watched it. And I got to be honest, the ratings were down. The ratings are down. Yeah. It's also uh, you you see what the actual viewership is when something airs on YouTube. So people were able to see that the SAG Awards got like 200,000 views. So that's that's oh, less than, you know, like like just a, a, a Logan Paul, like, you know, rap video. We'll get more than oh, that in the first sure. hour. And the, the SAG Awards. Yeah, the SAG Awards did no, not. It, get. Th- yeah, I've had videos that got more than that. You don't need to yeah. be Logan Paul to beat the SAG. Awards. I didn't want to say, yeah, I was I was reaching for someone who I would know, but who wasn't popular. And then that turns out that's us. You know, that that's what our videos <laughs> used to get. Where, that's one of the uh, 1,000 videos we made. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. Got that many. Finally got as many as the SAG Awards. So, but they <laughs> did happen and they are important in the in this big scheme of things on the road to the Oscars. So just quickly, I'm going to throw out the results in the five big SAG categories and then we could talk about what these mean. So... The best cast, which is sort of like the best picture for the SAG, that went to Everything Everywhere All at Once, which also, the night before, won the PGA, the Producers Guild Award for Best Picture. The best actress at the SAG Awards was Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere, over Kate Blanchett. Best actor was Brendan Fraser for The Whale, won it over my beloved Elvis Austin Butler, Best Supporting Actor, of course, was Kiwi Kwan for Everything Everywhere, the expected winner. And then another huge upset in Best Supporting Actress at the SAGs, Jamie Lee Curtis won the SAG Award, beating Angela Bassett, Kerry Condon. So those are your like five big results that matter from the SAG Awards. So, Nick, I'll go to you. Which one of those really feels like it means something. Did any of these change the races? I, I think they did, but you Yes. I think that uh Kiwi Kwan uh winning so soon after the BAFTAs mm-hmm. has put to rest any little heart palpitations that anyone had. Yes. Yes. It's it really makes it clear the BAFTAs well they just wanted their guy. Barry Keoghan won the BAFTA Local boy, it was an anomaly. He's Kiri Khan's winning the Oscar. When we're talking about Anthony Hopkins winning the BAFTA over Chadwick Boseman at the last minute, like the night before the Oscars, uh, Anthony Hopkins had been gaining momentum Mm -hmm. and had won other big things, right? And so it wasn't it wasn't something that you could dismiss. But Barry Kilgan has not won anything big. 
No. And the BAFTAs celebrated Europe this year, especially with the war going on. Yep. I think they wanted to keep it at home. Obviously, they voted for a German movie because not even the BAFTAs are going to support Banshees of Inishirin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They picked the German and the Germans just did some awful stuff to the to the British people. Did you watch over it the yet? Years. The the all the all quiet. I have not watched it yet. I okay. have not watched it. I will probably watch it eventually, but I cannot say I've wow. watched it yet. I, and you're that's a promise. Probably eventually you will. A promise, guaranteed. I probably eventually will take it to the bank. Don't cash okay. a check, but take it to the bank. Pat, can I tell you what took me so long to watch the movie? Well, I know you started it last we talked. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, I finished it. Okay. It's been a minute because we're a couple of days late. Yeah. I I watched it probably the next day. Okay, um, but uh, yeah, it's really great. Mm -hmm. I really liked it. I don't want a war movie to win Best Picture mm -hmm. because it's not the greatest war movie I've ever seen. Okay, it makes a much better point than other war movies. Okay. That almost always glorify war. Right. Like in the army now. Yeah. Well, specifically in the army now is what I was referencing. Yeah. 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 They made him get a haircut. He's known for his hair. Right. Right. You know, and we's in the juice. And we's in the juice. Yeah. Buddy. Yeah. So anyway, I, I wouldn't be upset if that won best picture at the Oscars. Wow. Because everything, everywhere, all at once has won the Oscar already. I mean, okay, let's let's. What more does a movie need? Let's just put a pin in this. I mean, obviously, next week is going to be our big every category Oscar prediction. I'm sorry, episode. you wanted to talk about the SAGs, but but well, I mean, the SAG, you know, best cast. You want to talk about Jamie Lee Curtis? Just tell me. I, I want to talk about everything, everywhere, all at once. Has it guaranteed itself best picture at the Oscars? It won the SAG and the PGA this weekend. I mean, it's over, right? It's the best picture race is over. Can there is no precedent for a movie overcoming the odds it would have to overcome to beat everything everywhere all at once. Wow. I can't say that at all factually. But, but that's a sentence I said, and it sounded right. But I, I feel like it. in my head, maybe Green Book had not won anything. No, I, I, so no, Green Book had definitely won several precursors. Um, did it win? Everything Everywhere is, it is stunning that this movie is basically a slam doink to win Best Picture. And when this Green Book won PGA, yeah, when this show started, we very early were saying Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, first episode first episode we thought that would be the winner and at that point i have the bets to prove it plus 700 yeah for the movie and for the daniels so this is way before there were nominations way before there were any precursor nominations that was the movie we were saying it is stunning how right we were i mean I've, obviously it hasn't yeah. won the oscar yet but it basically yeah. has there was almost no way this yeah. movie could lose and I don't want to get bogged down on patting ourselves on the back, right. but I do want to mention that one of the great joys of my life has been this week listening to uh, uh, PGA or SAG predict prediction episodes from other podcasts mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because they're so wrong mm -hmm. and it already happened. And I love listening to these because, I mean, these people, these people got over the Fablemans like eight days ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like the Fablemans doesn't exist anymore. And you go back two months ago, every other uh, uh, awards prognosticator was basically saying Spielberg and the Fablemans. It's going to happen. Yeah. And now it is if Spielberg has never walked the earth. The Fablemans so, was never made. So famously, when Spielberg talked to Tom Cruise at the awards luncheon. Mm hmm. Um. And he said, thanks for saving the movie industry, yeah. which is just something you say to a party at any, to anybody. Yeah, we've said it to each I other. I say it to my friends all the time. Yep. Thank you for saving the movie industry. Brooks Whelan, yes. I'll say. Yeah. Uh, to my friend, Nick Rutherford. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I uh, 
I keep hearing these podcasts and people are like, I don't know, maybe a spoiler could be Top Gun. Mm -hmm. Maybe a spoiler at the Oscars is going to be a Top Gun. Now, you've been a Top Gun guy, but you know when you stopped being a Top Gun guy? When it didn't win anything. Yes. Well, But these idiots literally are trying to talk to me about like, this could be. Also, they'll talk about like what could win and they'll they'll talk about like every movie and be like yep they all could win thanks for listening right right they're 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 trying to tell you how megan might win best picture next weekend and you're like well it does have a shot for littlest legs WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are a ton of ways to win, including live betting and same-gay parlays, a.k.a. WinBets Build Your Own Bet. March Madness is almost here. Plenty of ways to win getting down on the NBA, NHL, and XFL. Wow, the XFL. All right. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100 bucks to get 100 bucks. Limited to state availability, of course. And of course... Our Deegan's only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to Sports Gambling Podcast slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subjects to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. You or someone you know has a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Listen, the PGA was where Top Gun could have made a move. Top Gun needed to win the PGA. It didn't. So Top Gun's out. At the SAG Awards, Banshee's basically had a win. Best cast at the SAG Awards. It didn't. Everything everywhere did. It's over. So the best picture race is over. But, but. I will say for three out of the four acting categories, actress, actor, supporting actor, after these SAG awards, uh, oh, sorry, not supporting actor, supporting actress, those three awards are All very up in the air. In the air. There is no um, sure thing. I'm in, so happy. Yes. I mean, this is what we want. Yes. Chaos. Because yes. chaos breeds better odds. Yes. For, for both the betting and... I mean, we do the big Oscar pool every year, and yeah. it is going to be impossible to do an Oscar yeah. pool and nail all of the big awards because three of the four acting categories you, you do not have front runners, and some of them have a That's three-way really race. Fun. It's so fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, because obviously, like when we're following along because you are the king of spreadsheets i love and you make it so we can all follow along Mm -hmm. you know with automatic adding which i don't know how you do it you are a wizard i just turn names into numerical values on it you start talking to me about cells and i want you to put me in one yeah okay not hearing uh, about p- it. We ain't talking about padded cells, Nick. We're talking about <laughs> example cells. But I'm banging my head against your spreadsheet. Let's go with supporting actress because the SAG Awards, Jamie Lee Curtis won. Yeah. And previous uh, awards in that category, the BAFTA went to Kerry Condon. The Golden Globe went to Angela Bassett. So Angela Bassett had seemed like the favorite Everyone loves her. She's been around forever. It's time, all that. Coming out of the SAGs, I'm in the camp that says, I don't know who's going to win this award, but it will not be Angela Bassett. That's how I am feeling right now. So I don't think we should uh, include the Golden Globes in any kind of like additions scenarios. Yeah, it doesn't. It's it's there's no overlap, obviously, the in the voting body, but yeah. it sort of set the precedent where at that time people thought Angela Bassett was the favorite then, and it's clear okay. that she's yeah. you know that that set a, a so, narrative. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Uh, but Angela Bassett won the the Critics' Choice Awards, and didn't yes. she win something else? I know, uh, I know she's won, she's definitely, you know, there are so many local critics awards. I'm sure she's won a a bunch of those. She won an NAACP award. Um, she, she hasn't won any other televised awards show. She didn't win the SAG. She didn't win the BAFTA. So I think it would be the critics choice was probably the big one. 
Well, no, I mean, I know she won the Critics' Choice and the Golden Globes. She came out hot out of the yeah. gate. Yeah, but no, um, since then, she's gone on a cold streak as far as the big, big ones. Yeah. So, but uh, but there's no cold streak. There's only two. But two, there's, I mean, when... No, no, I understand, but there's no, but they were both won by different people. So... I think, I mean, sure, she should have won them, and that would be helpful in deciding who to, who to pick. Right. But she didn't. Um, so she came out hot out of the gate. I can't believe, okay, it's hard not to include the Golden Globes now. <laughs> I, it, that's, the, that's the trick of the Golden Globes, is no matter how much you hate them, no matter how much you think they're worthless, they're on television, and you end okay. up talking about them. So, but what I want to say is Barry Keoghan won the BAFTA, which doesn't really put him any closer, we really think, to winning the Oscar. Of I course. mean, it certainly puts him a little closer, but obviously, Kiwi Kwan, we're talking about, this is, this happened in Europe. Right. It's, it's, I, it's a different continent. I agree. I agree. But I, I don't think the Kerry Condon win there directly you know, correlates into a renewed interest in the Oscars. And the fact that Jamie Lee Curtis won the SAGs makes me think that Carrie Condon definitely does not have a chance to win the Oscar. Oh, see, that's where I, I disagree. I've always thought that Carrie Condon was going to pull this out. I've always what thought Carrie Condon win. Uh, other than the BAFTA, I mean, has she won some critics awards? I'm sure she's won some critics yeah, but awards. Critics awards don't matter at all. Televised award shows are the only things that matter, Pat. I, I just think that category is always has you follow been. Tallahassee Critics Association. You'll be given a gold statue to Simon Rex every year. I would get listen, if I personally could hand Simon Rex a statue every year, I would. <laughs> I would. Uh, she's won the Boston Society of Film Critics, Chicago Society uh, of Film Critics, the Critics' nonsense. Choice Movie oh, Award. Oh, the Boston, the Irish girl won the Boston one? Yeah, they get, I, I don't know why you would think that that's, uh, co uh, you know, anything more let than me a coincidence. Guess, let me guess, an elderly community in Florida Keys uh, voted for Jamie Lee Curtis. The Dallas-Fort Worth Film Critics Association. Hey, whoa, whoa, that's my went, hometown. Went for Kerry Condon. Uh, okay. so she won, yeah, the AACT international awards. She's got some wins and I think the supporting actress category from the beginning has to me always been the most up in the air. Angela Bassett was always the softest front runner. Listen, I've said it since the beginning. It's a Marvel movie. Are they going to give an actor an Oscar for being in a Marvel movie? You know, that is so grating because that's what all those other podcasts talk about every fucking time. A, the other podcasts always hate Andrea Riseborough, which well, drives me insane. That's, uh, and, we love her. Yeah. And B, they talk about the Marvel movie thing. Like, l they act like they're the first people to bring it up every time. And I know you didn't because you're a smart guy. No. knows how to broadcast. Of course. Okay, that's enough for that category. I still think uh, that Angela Bassett is in the lead. She's okay. currently on my card. Um, if there were a spoiler, I think it would be Jamie Lee Curtis. But I think the SAGs are singularly are singularly suited for a Jamie Lee Curtis win. And I still think that the Angela Bassett machine has been running, you know, and uh, the Oscar the Oscar votes have been open for weeks before these new things happen. Mm -hmm. And I think that everyone still thinks and thought that she could win. All right. Voted for Did you see Jamie Lee Curtis's speech? No, but uh, is she all of us? She, listen, she gave a funny speech and the Oscar voting closes on March 7th, which means that hey, Pat, those speeches that happened last weekend are going to sway people, and I think Jamie Lee Curtis's speech. I'm listen. I'm on board with you. I think Jamie Lee Curtis has a chance. I think her speech helped. That's where losing these awards hurts Angela Bassett because she doesn't get to give a speech right before the vote. I just vote. want you to know, I have given thousands of funny speeches. Yes, and none of them have translated into an Oscar. Next, all right. Well, let's go into. Listen, let's go into Best Actor. Adam Sandler gave the funniest speeches. Didn't even get nominated. 
Well, he did get nominated for a SAG award. He did not win. Yeah, not a real award. He didn't get not. He did not win because the winner for best actor at the SAG awards, Brendan Fraser, is back. He won it. Nick, I mean, what do you think? Is Brendan Fraser back in the lead to win this Oscar because he won the SAG awards? I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna start with a hot take. I know I'm an Elvis guy. I'm in the tank for Elvis and Austin Butler. I do not hey, think what Bre- rhymes with Barack. Uh, the the Rock. A lock. <gasps> Brendan Fraser is a lock. What and key locked up locked for life. Up. Throw away the key. My hands are on my head. I'm he rubbing my even skull. Get out of the door of the cell if he wanted to. A lock. So you think the SAG lock. Awards locked it up? Lock. Did you see Brendan Fraser's speech? Did you see of this? Not. Nick, and there? <laughs> this speech, and I don't want to talk ill of anyone. I love everyone who makes movies and all that. And I'm yeah. Brendan Fraser, a nice guy. But if I'm an yeah. Oscar voter and I see the speech that Brendan Fraser made, I got to be thinking, do I want this to be on the Oscars telecast? And I would say, I do not want this on the Oscar telecast. He does not look ready for prime time. Baby, you are missing the boat. He won. Uh, you got caught. You got caught. You got caught in BAFTA fever. Not BAFTA fever. Down, I, you got BAFTA fever, buddy. I've had Elvis fever since June. I've had Elvis yeah. fever. It's not BAFTA but, fever. Okay, name name all of the non Golden Globe awards that Austin Butler has won. I will give you seventeen minutes to go through them all. All right. So the big one, of course, is he won the BAFTAs, but the that only is not, one. Um, it's the only televised award he's won. There's there's so few televised awards, so he didn't win. I'm not saying that there, there's like three. I know that aren't the Golden Globes. I know. So he didn't. Of course, Brendan Fraser won the Critics Award. Um, so let's see. So this year, he won the Atlanta Film Critics Circle. Won it. Oh no! What are we doing? Our AACTA Awards, dude. Jesus. Won it. He won a breakout uh, award for the uh, Florida the Film beat. Critics. Um, uh-huh. he's, he also won the hunk of hunk of burning. I can't change my accent back award. Won it. He won that one. He did. He won New York Film Critics Online. He won breakthrough performance. Okay. Uh, wow, he's breakthrough. got a bunch of breakthrough performance. Sunset well, Circle Award. Win breakthrough performances. Okay, so if he had been eligible for that, and not a giant movie star uh, who's proven time and time again he can get it done, unless it was a wall, then, Austin Butler then he could break through. Um, Sunset Circle Award. You you stepped over that. And I want people to hear that Austin Yo, Butler won the Sunset sure. Circle Awards. <laughs> All right, he's won a the BAFTA. He won that. Uh, he won a Golden okay, Globe. He won another breakout <laughs> award in the North Carolina Film he won Critics the role for Elvis and Baz Luhrmann's Elvis. He's got a breakthrough performance award from the Palm Springs International Film Festival. So they Elvis was in competition. Uh, I can't hear it myself. It's just that's just who I am. I did this role for four years. I know it was only nineteen months of shooting, but I say four years. And he won a Breakthrough Artist Award from the San Diego Film Critics Association. I will mail you this dollar if you shut the hell up. <laughs> well, that was the last one. So send that dollar, you know, dollar then. to my P.O. box. Um, <laughs> listen, you're, so you're, you're Brendan Fraser's like, we both agree Colin Farrell's out. Colin Farrell's out. Lock. Don't even attend. Out. Stay, stay in Don't Ireland. Lie. Good night. You know what happened? What happened? You know what happened? What happened? After Sun was released for seven bucks mm-hmm. rental. Right. And uh, that guy got a nomination. And fucking Living never came out. Yes. Living is on no, no streamer. No ever see Living. How the fuck are we supposed to build momentum for a guy? Kazu- uh, Kazuo Ishigura. Mm-hmm. 
the guy who wrote it yes. also is like, these idiots who have these other podcasts, everybody says this name every time I listen. Like, oh, well, he's got a good shot. I think he's campaigning, <laughs> which is why they all met him personally. Right, right, right. And he hasn't so maybe like, this podcast. guy's got a real shot. No, he doesn't. If you look at this is what this is what we live in the real world, Pat. If yes. you look at any of these betting sites, he is like plus five thousand. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He has never gained any traction. Right, right. That's the real world. Yes. Anyway, I just you gotta release your fucking movie if you get nominated for a Golden Globe. You have to. You have to. Listen. Going back to uh, Viola Davis didn't get nominated for the Oscar, and I do think a big reason was Woman the, King just came out on the streamer. It's just so came nice. out. So it, perfect. It just came it's out just on came Netflix out. a week ago, and it's already the yeah. biggest movie on Netflix. If they would have dropped it on Netflix three months ago, she gets the Oscar nomination. That is that is a fact. Um, yeah. All right. So the SAG Awards, you think it's sewed it up for Brendan Fraser? I do think the Brendan Fraser speech is what is I, I no, think I don't think we're doing the speeches thing anymore. You don't think they matter? Not for the last weekend or the second to last weekend or whatever. I think this is what listen, you you think these people are voting on the Oscars or first day? They're waiting to the last second. There's they're they're procrastinating. I right, will. We'll get I do, to. I do think that's probably the case. We're going to make our final predictions on next week's show, so we'll save the final Butler versus Brendan. But battle okay, Pat, for that. have you ever been a member of SAG? I have not. No, I'm. I am okay. Too good. SAG sucks. Uh -huh. SAG is the single worst union on the planet Earth. SAG has something like. Uh, it's like. It's like. Um, less than 1% of members make a living <laughs> and uh the entertainment guilds are the only guilds in any unions mm -hmm. that uh do not help their members find work that is like the purpose of a union is to make sure you're good mm -hmm. and they do not do that yeah for almost every single one of their members there is no love amongst actors for SAG as a, an organization. But there is love for acting and the sort of comeback yeah, narrative you, of acting. You don't show your acting love, your love for acting by your SAG votes. You show it by your Oscar votes. I mean, I and think... no one votes on SAG. I never fucking voted because I don't give a shit. I think Brendan Fraser is very, a particularly sag friendly story he's the guy who like oh i went away and i got weird and things happened to me you know whatever the whole brendan frazier and then i made a comeback whereas austin butler is like i'm a good looking guy who's a brand new star and i don't think actors love that narrative as much but we'll see no, next week he's got to act in two things before he gets an oscar let's talk about the big one is it going to be kate or is it going to be shell just tell me one name and we'll move on it's going to be kate I th I, it's going right. to be Kate so hard. This is and Michelle Yeoh is going to win the Spirit Award. Michelle Yeoh's. I still. I. I listen. Things could change when we find make our final prediction next week. I. I don't see a world in which the Oscars give nothing to Tar because basically at this point yeah. Tar is either it's Kate Blanchett or it's not winning anything, and I. I just. I. I don't see that happening. Well, I don't really subscribe to that kind of. We give one thing to each movie kind of thing. I think it's going to be Kate because she won all of the relevant awards. Right. I don't think, you know, I don't have any respect for SAG as an organization. Mm -hmm. I, you know, it's the only organization I respect more than the, uh, or sorry, Golden Globes are the only organization I respect less than the SAG Awards. I think, though, you have a very particular hate that is clouding some of your no, judgment but I, I think that my personal experience gives you a window into the experience of most of the voting body. Okay, so you think most of the voting body hates SAG? For and sure, SAG vote. sucks. Do you know what SAG is? They are the little fucking mealy worms that whenever you book a gig, they're the first people because they're because the, you book a gig and then they say give me your sag number and then for most people in sag it means okay i've got to go pay my dues real quick right 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 
You know, sometimes like I'll book a gig and it'll be like, okay, let me just pay $400 for the right to do this. Right. So then in the end, you and then that person is like, you know what? Fine. I'll just vote for Brendan Fraser because I'm already so disgusted. Um, So Michelle Yeoh won the SAG award. I think we're, yeah, as of right now, I still don't think that changed in the race, but what it does is it makes it interesting. Because if Kate Blanchett and won the SAG, Kate Blanchett is now worse odds than uh, Michelle Yeoh, and so you can make more money voting betting on her now. Oh, this is great! This is great! It is great! This is great! So now, okay, yeah. so basically, also I had a bunch of early money on Michelle Yeoh, so I'm like, I can't, I don't care what happens, right? Because in the end, we now get to put money on the underdog for both of them because we both have Michelle Yeoh underdog money. And now, do you believe we're in a world where right now we could bet underdog money on Kate Blanchett for Tar? It's hilarious. And it has nothing to do with Andrea Riseborough. And I'm just, I'm blown away. But, but Pat, it's so exciting. It's so exciting to know just every year we get better at this. Yes. And to know that, like, uh, you never put money on a favorite. No, you don't have to until the last the second. favorite will eventually become an underdog. Right. Right. Do not put favorite Unless money. It's in like Kiwi Kwan. But it's like one when they're when they're that runaway. He came in winning 80 awards already. Right. 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 Yeah. It's it's amazing that we're both going to get to put money on Kate Blanchett after all. It's 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 yeah. very exciting. Well, actually I actually had put some money on her. Well, she's just such a runaway. I'd put bad money on her. Because I mean, now yeah, I hadn't money. I had not put any Oscar money on her yet because I was figuring I'll wait yeah. until the, the last second. And now she's the underdog. Yeah. It's very exciting. But I just after I watched her performance, I just couldn't ever put money on anyone else. Yeah, it's it's listen, it's an all time performance. It's so, an all time. So she is also like Michelle Yeoh, nominated for this weekend's Indie Spirit Award. So that is this is the last televised, you know, uh, award show ahead of the Oscars. It happens this Saturday, March 4th. Um, And, you know, this uh, this is always a fun award show. It's on IFC. It's it's a you know, I think the mission of this award show is more inclusive. Yes. And um uh, Michelle Yeoh is also in a movie that is so very indie. Mm-hmm. Um, from like, you know, despite a you know a Harry Potter fart movie, you know, it's like their first real movie. You know, right, right, right. Yeah, it's so the the Indie Spirit Awards they do things differently starting this year, and who knows? This may be where the Oscars oh, no. go. It is a non gendered. Uh, acting awards. So there's a best lead performance that has ten nominees. Give out two of them. Though. Well, there's best lead and there's best supporting, and that's it. And they just double the amount of nominees. Yeah. So they double the amount of nominees. Okay. So they could neither of them could win. Neither of them could win. But so here are the nominees for um for best lead performance. Here's the ten nominees. Yeah. Andrew Riseborough, Mia Goth for Pearl, Paul Mescal for After Sun, Jeremy Pope, The Inspection, Aubrey Plaza, Emily the Criminal, Dale Dickey, A Love Song, Regina Hall, Hunk for Jesus, Taylor Russell, Bones and All, Kate Blanchett for Tar, Michelle Yeoh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. So interesting thing here is that of these 10 nominees, it is eight women and two men. It looks like so. That's so the indie spirit awards. Yes, yes. Though it is, it is kind of been a much stronger year for actresses than actors. Like if you even look at the Oscar nominations, if they for went sure. to ten, it probably would be six four or seven three uh, for the like. Ladies. The Oscars should have been three men in the. Comp- in the whole competition yes listen i love adam sandler there's but no reason to include like to look for two other people yeah i mean it's like like i love adam sandler but the fact that he came in sixth for hustle does sort of show you what the best actor situation was this year it wasn't great um yeah. 
So I think this lead performance category for Indie Spirits, it's Aubrey, it's not Aubrey Plaza, it's Kate Blanchett versus Michelle Yeoh. Do you do you disagree with that? No, there's nothing else to talk about other than, you know, if Andrea Riseborough wins this, the whole world will explode. I mean, the thing is, Andrea Riseborough got the Indie Spirit nomination before even her Oscar campaign was in the news. Like the Indie Spirits did legitimately pick Andrea Riseborough way ahead of anyone else. So they do like her, but I still don't think she has a chance here. Um, I believe that this award will be won by Michelle Yeoh. I agree. And it's still not going to make me think that Kate Blanchett won't win the Oscar. Not at all. Yeah. I saw this coming a mile away. I put money on this. Um, as the at the first week, they had lines on Spirit Awards like two months ago. So right now, Michelle Yeoh money. Are there lines for it? Because the Bet US has taken it down, but they'll probably put it back up in the next few days. Yeah, I don't know. Things go up, things go down. They've had it the whole time. Um, maybe tomorrow, you know, or by the time you're listening to this, it'll be back up. So let's go to the other acting category in the Indie Spirits Best Supporting Performance. Uh, Theo Rossi, Emily the Criminal, Jamie Lee Curtis, everything everywhere. Well, there's another acting ca- uh, category, and it's where Austin Butler should be. Oh, breakthrough. Um, we'll talk about that. Is there a breakthrough <laughs> yeah. performance? Yes, there is. Well, he'll win it. Little kids. He'll win Little it. kids who try to sing on American Idol. He'll win that because he wins. All, he won the breakthrough performance for the Palm Springs Film Festival, so I think he'll win this. But support, of course, he's not nominated for this, but he uh, because um, he has acted before. It's real people who are actually breakthrough, not just like a support supporting award category for a guy who doesn't win the real thing. Uh, well, anyway, you know what? Though, uh, let's talk about Brian. Brent, Brendan Fraser did not get a best lead performance Indie Spirit nomination. So, it, well, Indie Spirit awards are weird. Yeah. Or, they're weird, or, and they're weirder this year. It's, but at least you know you you make fun of Austin Butler for being at the kiddie table, but at least he's in the room. Brendan Fraser was not allowed in to the indie spirits, so take that as you will. I mean, like literally, if we if we go by what the indie spirit awards, Paul Mescal is going to win lead actor. Because he got the nomination the and not Oscars. anyone like, else. If, that, yeah. if you really want to like read into the Indie Spirit Awards, then you know you're not going to be doing very well. Well, in supporting performance, Kiwi Kwan is nominated. He's one of the ten. But oh, as I was saying, Jamie Lee Curtis is nominated. Uh, There's too many people to Jonathan Tucker from Palm Trees and Power Lines. Uh, Nina Haas from Tar. She was the the student, right? I think she was the mm-hmm. uh, B- Brian Tyree Henry, who's also got the Oscar nomination. Brian Darcy James from The Cathedral. Kiwi Kwan. Mark Rylance from Bones and All. That is, uh, to me, an awful nomination. Mike, Mark Rylance is not good. And Gabriel Union, The Inspection. So is there... It, I kind of could see Kiwi Kwan not winning the Indie Spirit. Like, it doesn't, it, wouldn't it feel weird for him to win this, honestly? Um, I think that uh, anyone who has been mentioned in these categories has a chance to win this. And it's really only Jamie Lee Curtis, Brian Tyree Henry, Kiwi Kwan, and maybe Nina Haas. Uh huh. But, uh, I think it will be Kiwi Kwan because there's too many people in the category that there's not, there's too many people. Mm. So like, there's not a, like a big enough group who could go some other way. Right, right, right. I think when people are part of a voting body, they're excited to be, to be able to vote. Like when you went in and voted for Obama, it just felt better. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I it, like it just felt it feels good when you get your chance to vote for Kiwi Kwan, you know, and you know that, oh, probably other people are voting for him, too. And right. I get to be part of that. Yeah, it, it it is a situation where if there were if he was one of five with pretty much any of these other four, 
yeah. I could see him not winning it. But yeah, like you said, so many people are going to have not seen most of these that then they'll just vote for the guy who they know. Like everyone has seen his movie at this point. Yeah. Um, okay. L- let's take a look for best director. If any of this is going to matter. I mean, uh, Helena Regine, who directed Bodies, 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 Daniel Kwan, Everything Everywhere, Sarah Polly, Women Talking, Todd Field, Tar, uh, Daniel Scheinart, Everything Everywhere. So I guess they're nominated together, I would assume. And- you know, Everything Everywhere all at once. It's like, um, it's like, okay, so Pulp Fiction's nominated at the Oscars, right? Mm-hmm. But then also before that, there's a, there's a uh, Miramax award show. Right, right. And like, I feel like that's what this is for everything, everywhere, all at once. Is is it's like the 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 best of everything, everywhere, all at once award show. Yeah, I mean, I I th- I guess they do. You're right. They do have to win this, and I think it's a situation where there isn't anything else that's a competitor that could get the momentum. I mean, maybe Tar Todd Field, the Indie Spirits look at this as like let's go all in on tar because the other guys are going to win the oscar but probably not the daniels will probably win this too yeah and that's the same it's the same um battle at in screenplay between tar and everything everywhere all at once and it's just it's just not going to happen for tar yeah Tar's not good enough i love tar i love i I love the director i love kate blanchett but the movie's not better than everything everywhere all at once, and that's just a fucking fact. Uh I mean I would I think that obviously it's all personal taste. I mean, if I were voting no, on what Nick Turner's taste is the taste of the world. Well then then you are correct. I cannot argue with you <laughs> there. Um best screenplay, yeah, it's tar versus everything everywhere all at once. Sarah Polly's in there too. Let's Even give it up. Editing. It's everything everywhere all at once versus Tar. So you don't think that Lena Dunham, who is nominated for Best Screenplay for Call Catherine Birdie. Called Birdie, you don't think she has any shot? <laughs> well, that's the one one exception. Uh, I think she's gonna win. Um yeah, here's here's the thing about the Indie Spirit Awards as it pertains to our show. I don't know if there's anything worth betting on here. Because in the end, it is a crapshoot. As much as we think everything everywhere and the Daniels are going to win a lot on Saturday, they also very easily could lose to a movie yeah, no one's seen. And it's also it's a lot like uh, BAFTAs, where it's like you get a lot of categories with with different people and movies in them, mm-hmm. and it doesn't correlate. Right. And that's like this. It's like half the movies are the movies that are going to be up for the Oscars, but then half of like the front runners for the Oscars aren't even in these categories. Right. Like Navalny isn't nominated for documentary. I there's no way this is not good this is not a good way to tell. So, here's one category that I think we need to make a correction on. Uh best breakthrough performance. Austin Butler is not nominated. No, of course he's not nominated. I was kidding because it's like children. I if, well, I did believe you because <laughs> I had just read a list of like fifteen breakthrough performance awards he had won this year. <laughs> yeah. But yes, he is yeah. he is not nominated for breakthrough performance at the Indie Spirit Awards. So Stephanie, right. no, uh, Stephanie's Stephanie Hugh Hugh, yes, is, is the only famous person. So she has to win. I would think. Oh, it, it'd be insane if she didn't win. Yeah, she actually is nominated against what looks like two legitimate children are in this category. Yes. Um So it's one of those awards. And the other adults are like nineteen. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, um. So also, After Sun is the only other movie here that people have seen. Palm Trees and Power Lines also got a Best Act Acting nomination, but. Yep. I don't know how many people saw it still. Something called Funny Pages. Uh, <laughs> it's hilarious. Murina, like Purina, the dog food, but with an M. Yes. It's like Molin Springs. Um, yeah, it's this is a category where I could see legitimately one or two of the people who don't win may cry when their name is not called because that is they are children. So that that's something right. to look for. Um, yes, yeah, Stephanie oh, also, Hsu has um, to win. 
Best international film. Oh my god, the close up on children losing award shows. There's got to be a super cut of that out somewhere. Like, come on, that that's got to be. I would lo- love that. Um, best international film. Another category where the front runner is not in here. Um, in fact, none of the movies in this, uh, com- uh in this uh category have have I ever heard of. So not he- one. Here is the one. That I would say is is a maybe a slam doink is best international film. Saint Omer seems to be the consensus, like critical underground favorite. So, if I was putting money on anything in the Indie Spirit Awards, it might be Saint Omer to win international film. I have not seen it. I don't actually know what it's about, but I have heard through the grapevine. Uh, that- would you say all the beauty and the bloodshed for best documentary, uh, considering that a house made of splinters and all that breathes are the only other Oscar movies that are in contention. And all that breathes is one of the most boring movies that I've ever seen 35 minutes of. I, I agree with that one too. Yeah. I think all the beauty and the bloodshed is going to win indeed best documentary. Okay. All right, let's wrap it up. What do we got to do? I mean, listen, we we got to watch. Everyone's got to watch the the Indie Spirit Awards after that rousing advertisement we just gave it. You got to watch it. It's probably on AFC. What what day is it? It is this Saturday, March fourth. It's probably on the AFC cable network. If Oof. um, so you got to find that. I'm sure it's streaming on YouTube somewhere. I like it when award shows are on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, IFC as a TV channel is basically YouTube at this point. So, All right, guys, check us out on Twitter. We got a show Twitter. We got our own Twitters. Check us out on Patreon. It's easy to find. Email us at the show me the money podcast at gmail.com. Just tell us something. We'd love to read an email from you next week. Right, mm-hmm. Pat? I would love to. We It would be the first in the history of the show. So send we've us. We've never. Well, we only put this. We've never said this out loud on the show. I don't think the name of our email, but it's the show me the money podcast at gmail.com. Be the first person to email us and we will feature you on the podcast we'll read whatever you write so perfect Yay! time to get your manifestos unless, out there unless it's talking about how austin butler is going to win some especially especially <laughs> list all his breakthrough uh, performances all right well uh go uh all 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 the beauty and the bloodshed yeah and we will see you oh well uh, listen to the bo boys obviously. of course yeah listen to the fraudsters podcast and um And we love you, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Oscars predictions next week. Going to be huge.